This edition of Speaking Out with Jim Watkins is brought to you by FlatFeeForMeds.com. That's right. Lower prescriptions now with FlatFeeForMeds.com. Sign up and save. I'm not through with my examination. Sit down. If I seem to be offensive, you may take it. I'm offended. You're offended. This is Speaking Out America. Join us online at speakingoutamerica.com. You paid the money you paid four bucks? I'll keep it. It's my time now. I do a 450 show. That's it, baby. So you may make a little bread off this tonight. This is the program called Speaking Out. My name is Jim Watkins. I'm your host. It's a very important show. Very important information that we're going to be conveying to you amidst the big news that is going around, all of the things that are happening right now in our world. And we're going to cover a lot of information. And I want to jump right in and get to a little bit of what is is, is what they say trending on social media. And it's got everybody astir, including people in Washington, D.C., who must be pulling their hair out. They're, people are nervous about this. Uh, Tucker Carlson is doing an interview with Vladimir Putin. He may have already done it, and they may be in the post-production editing phase. Usually you don't promote something with this degree of energy unless it's already in the can, if you know what I mean. Uh, But there's a couple of different uh, things that make this, I think, very important. Number one, it is the truest form of investigative independent journalism. And that's something that's sort of emerging out of COVID, which I, I didn't really expect. The question is, how long will investigative journalism be allowed to prosper? Because right now with the uh, Congress, remember last week you had all those people that were basically castigating Mark Zuckerberg. Not that they don't deserve it on some levels because they you know, sell all of our information without any emotional or ethical regard. But uh, you know, to the point that whenever Congress wants to get involved with something, Usually it's not for the reasons that you think. Now, while under the guise of parental protection and trying to protect children from being addicted to social media and being exposed to a lot of the junk that is on social media, the big power grab is that they want to control the information. And the reason I say that is not because I'm Alex Jones. or It's just it, it is the condition of, the, of a state that is getting bigger and larger And they feel they have a right to control the information because they don't want citizens uh, to be fearful. They don't want citizens to be angry. uh, And they don't want citizens to start asking tough questions. So, for example, why is Biden letting people over the border? Well, because he's trying to change the demography. He wants more Democrats. It really is that simple. Uh, And we'll get to Biden and all that that's going on, too. But that's just one example. When you question the narrative, uh, whether it's big pharma or big government, they don't like that. They want people to uh, just simply follow what they're telling you. When the World Health Organization gets together and says, we want to talk about the dangers of eating meat, you've got a centralized committee of so-called health experts who are absolutely convinced that eating meat is part of the problem of climate change. And there is, and it's all hinged on that carbon, being carbon neutral, net zero, it's all that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. What I'm saying is that the investigative journalists are the ones who bring 
light to darkness. Uh, people who are not sponsored or controlled by big media can go out and, and bring you right now the information so that you can make an evaluation of, of the situation at hand. So, for example, after $1.2 trillion of investment in the Ukraine war fighting back against Russia, why have, have no Western journalists ever gone to interview Vladimir Putin? They interview Zelensky. He comes to the United States. He asks for a lot of money. He gets it. Uh, and, and, yeah, we're all on his side, I guess. We, we all want Ukraine to have an integral border. But it's contradictory to the actions of our president right now because while he's happy to send $60 billion to aid Putin, uh, or to aid Zelensky in his fight against Putin, he lets his own border completely fall apart. And then he turns around and blames Trump. So you can't have your cake and not eat it too, because on the one hand, he wants to send all this money to protect the border integrity of Ukraine, and yet his own border is falling apart. And he only wants to allocate, I think it's $20 billion. And even that is on top of already... Uh, how much does the border control cost the United States every year? It's probably in the tens of millions at least. So they're just going to add more to the cost of doing their job. But what are they doing? They're letting people in. They're flying asylum seekers to all these cities. Crime rates going up. Fentanyl's flooding. Our... So you're wrong to question the narrative. You're only supposed to believe what the president is saying or what Congress is saying. Um and that's what T Tucker and others like him represent. Matt Gates, some of these other people. Matt's a politician, but uh, there's a whole bunch of people from the Federalist, uh, Daily Caller, Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, Charlie Kirk. These are all people who are questioning the narrative, and it's making people nervous. So, yes, the government does want to control speech. They don't want you to question the narrative. They want you to behave, be nice, be supportive. Anyway, here is the promo that's been making the rounds, Tucker Carlson and his, uh, and his Putin interview. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast. That's the uh, excerpt from the uh, teaser that Putin is going to be interviewed by Tucker Carlson on his Truth uh, Tucker Carlson Network. It'll also be on X, 
because of Elon Musk has made a promise. Interestingly, we don't know yet if YouTube will carry it. We don't know if Facebook will carry it or any of the other social media platforms. My guess is they probably won't. Right now, I think that most of the large social media platforms are deathly afraid of what's next from the uh, from Congress, who want to, as it, as I stated before, they want to regulate the internet so that boneheads like Tucker Carlson can't show up and talk about things that question the narrative. Now, I'm going to play for you something else that's very important. It's probably the most important soundbite that I can play to you in the last three years, and I want you to think very carefully about what you're about to hear. This is going to shatter your reality, okay? And you and I, we both sit and we watch TV, we watch the news, we see all the commercials in between the news, we see the lady singing about pharmaceuticals and lowering her A1C, we hear about Ozempic and taking an old song uh, from the 70s and making it catchy, but I, but I ask myself, why is Big Pharma always advertising on TV? Is it because they just inherit, uh, got a lot of money from the federal government for, for producing a vaccine? Could be. But what are the ramifications of this? We all know that t- to the tune of trillions of dollars, Big Pharma is constantly sponsoring all the major news. Why is that? A guy by the name of Callie Means, he has his own uh, company, but he was previously a consultant to Big Pharma, so he knows what's going on behind the scenes. He caught up with Tucker Carlson. And I want you to listen to what he has to say, and then we'll comment on it. Imagine you were a fascist and you could do whatever you wanted. What would you do? It's not what I, I think the president can do numerous things tomorrow that will dramatically. I think the big, one of the biggest lies we're being told is this can't be turned around quickly. We did not have a metabolic health crisis a generation ago, and we can turn this around very quick. I don't think the American people are, are mass suicidal, frankly, which is what we're acting. We have an addiction crisis. I can give you a couple right now. The president tomorrow can tell the FDA that the U.S. can no longer be the only country in the world that allows pharma ads on TV news, which isn't to influence to consumers, it's to influence the news. Pharma buys off the news. And the FDA can issue an order uh, tomorrow saying that that's no longer the case, that we can't have uh, uh, pharma spending on TV news. That is an executive decision. It can be issued tomorrow. And it would totally undercut the ability of the pharmaceutical industry to control our information. Food stamps, the ag bill. So you think that pharma, I'm sorry, yeah. you're throwing so hard. Yeah. For, for yeah. my aging pizza yeah. addled brain, it's hard to keep up. But you're saying that pharma buys TV spots not to convince people to ask for specific drugs from their physicians, but to subvert the news business? This is a, this is an open secret working for pharma. Well, I'd never even thought of that. This, this is an open secret. The, the, the kind of um, silly ads you see between the news breaks, the points of that is not, it's largely to impact the customer. But but the, the pharma's already got that. They've already bought off the doctors. They're, they're good on that. No, no, this is an open secret. The news ad spending from pharma is a public relation lobbying tactic, essentially, to buy off the news. The, the news is a refer... They're not investigating pharma. There's a no, oh, I've noticed. The, the, news has become, <laughs> the news has become basically a referee that you are a terrible um, anti-science... Luddite for asking why, you know, the the shots that we require our kids to get that fundamentally by their own advertising change uh, the immune system of that child for life, why it's gone from 20 to 70. To even ask that question, the news referees that and calls you anti-science when the two largest vaccine makers in the country are literally criminal enterprises. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline and Merck 
uh, in the past five years has settled two of the largest criminal penalties in American corporate history for bribing and misleading, uh, bribing doctors and misleading, uh, creating misleading research. And now you know why everybody has peanut allergies. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was a bombshell. Big Pharma has compromised mainstream news media. How do you feel about that?